Welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web with your adventurous guide to the good times, Charlotte Tweed. Each week, Charlotte takes you on the journey of a lifetime to a delightful Caribbean locale where the sun never sets on your good life at a great price. And now with her muy amigo, Carib Carter, here's your host, Charlotte Tweed. Hello, 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 and welcome to Charlotte's Wandering Web. Um, a lot of great stuff to talk about today, the new magazine for one. And and Charlotte, I talked to her before we went on, and she's sporting a new look today. So Charlotte, come in and let everybody see, because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought my hat today. We, we literally pretty much just got home from being out this morning. So I bought a hat. Fantastic. I love that hat. This is excellent. And I, I got to tell you, the view behind you is so beautiful mm -hmm. that it, it, I, I'm afraid our viewers might think they're looking at some sort of gorgeous green screen, but that's real life, right? That's real. That's what I look out my front window every day, right up off my, at my um, little patio here. It is just, honest to God, it's mm -hmm. stunning. It's stunning. So how are you? What have you been up to since well, last we talked? This week is my busiest week. The end of the month is the busiest for me because I work. I'm a remote worker and the magazine comes out on the first. So I have been editing articles. I've got 10 edited now and I've been doing the newsletter. So I wrote five Oof newsletters and everything else that falls in between that gets thrown at me so it's been a busy work week very, i deserve very busy, <laughs> very busy work week insiders magazine the best the best inter, uh, magazine on the international scene it really is fantastic i read it every month uh, especially my own article i, I want to add there my own article yeah and but it is a great magazine folks go to escapeartist.com it's right there on the screen subscribe you are going to absolutely that you do a terrific job you're gonna absolutely love it folks charlotte you. you do a terrific job on it. it's really a good magazine thank you beautiful and i i love working on it it's the favorite part of my job is no working kidding. on a magazine yeah it's it's my labor of love and the, yeah. the writers that we have like you said it's incredible you can't get this information anywhere else the theme no. for september 1st the edition that comes out is Portugal. And Portugal, as, that's right. Yes. yes. Because yes. I'm, headed to, I'm headed to the Azores in October. We'll be there for till the end of January. So why not feature Portugal this month? And Portugal is a great option for people yeah. who don't necessarily want to go to Central or South America. It's a big world. There's options, right? So it's a big world. And we, we, I interviewed, um, Mike Cobb, the end of last week for his investment, offshore investment report. And he, I want to tell you, he was thrilled about the fact that you and Daryl are heading to uh, to Portugal, to the Azores. To the Azores. To what will be a gorgeous new offshore residential resort community uh, that people can move to, right? That's right. And we're thrilled to, I love Europe love Europe. I've been reading about Portugal, reading everybody's articles that are coming in. Not every article is about Portugal. Not everyone's a Portugal expert, but it's the theme. It's the theme of the, of the magazine. Yes. But yeah, so we'll be going and staying in the villa that they purchased. It's a 17th century villa. 
the captains of the King of Portugal used to live there, stay there. So I'm super excited. And the food, I remember you asking me about the food. Yes. Seafood, lobster, cheeses, 500 year old cheese traditions they still have there from, really? uh, from the Flemish settlers. So it should be something that we enjoy because we love Belgium. Now, is that is that Portugal where the 500-year-old tradition or the Azor Island in Azores Islands in specifically? The Azor Islands specifically. Sao Miguel, very, the area that we're going to. Very, very nice. Yeah. And folks, that is, it, it's gorgeous. I can't wait to report to us from there. It's gorgeous. And the cost of living is mm -hmm. a fraction of what it is, for instance, in the U.S. or Canada. So it's it great. Is. Yeah, and it is supposed to be 20% less on the islands than it is on Portugal mainland, which is unusual, which we have discussed before. Usually, islands are more expensive, but the right. government subsidizes because they want to keep people there. They don't want everybody leaving, so they do as much as they can to make it as comfortable as possible for the residents. So the magazine, the the uh, Insider's Magazine mm -hmm. for September is all about Portugal all about Portugal. So folks, if you are even remotely considering there, mm -hmm. and and, re, and remember, it's only it's only four hours off the U.S. shores, which is still shocking to me. If you're mm -hmm. remotely considering, get this magazine and check it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have great internet. I interviewed the Hawk Lightners who currently run the villa, own the villa, who Mike and Joel purchased it from. So I had a lovely interview with them. My interview article with them will be in the magazine and they, you know, tell me why they moved there, what it's been like since they've been there 28 years, they've been running it. So they've seen a lot of changes, you know, and this, the infrastructure is incredible. Internet's wonderful. So it's a good place for remote workers as well. Let's talk remote work because you now are in Mexico yes. um, and you did all your work for the magazine, the newsletter, everything remotely. And mm -hmm. how does that work out? I mean, you, you are, you're in no personal contact with anybody else from ECI or, you know, you, you and I are like best of friends and we've never personally met. No. I mean, yeah. Everything is remote. So how does it feel? I guess that's, I, give people a feel for what it's like to do something and what you're doing is major. I mean, edit, yeah. being the editor of a magazine, working the escapeartist.com uh, website, which is very active, the news. How does it feel? Do you feel isolated? Do you feel part of a team? It is it good, bad, indifferent? What are the, what are the pros and cons of, of remote work? Well, there is good and bad. And I've worked before we went, that I started remote, I've always been in an office in cubicle land, so always had people to bounce ideas off. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges is when there's something you need to discuss, because sometimes you just need to bounce ideas off, off people, yeah. even if you have to yeah. walk up to them and just say it to them. And, and sometimes the answer comes to you that way. That I find can be challenging. You know, if there's something, oh, I'd love to do this with the newsletter. What do you think? Well, I have to email it to somebody and then I have to wait for them to get back to me. And sometimes that person is in Portugal, or that person is in Austria, or India, you yeah. know, in the Pacific Coast, some of our team works on the magazine is in Vancouver, you know, so 
that I find challenging. That's hard. And sometimes I can be impatient. <laughs> how, about, how about the, how about, and this is what I've always wondered about, because I, I, you know, obviously now I do a lot of remote work, but almost all my life, I was in an office situation, which I, I have to admit, I enjoyed because of the camaraderie. I remember when I worked at, yeah. at uh, information, we did infomercials, right? And we were all in 140 of us in that company. It was the, it was the top infomercial company. I was a creative director and the guy in the, in the cubicle office next to me, it was all glass offices was crazy as a loon. And it made, it, it made being at work all the more. I'll never forget. One day I looked over and he had leaned back in his chair, right? His office chair like this. And he had a 3M sticker on his head. And mm -hmm. I went over and looked and it said, uh, taking a nap back in 15 minutes. Well, <laughs> you got to love that kind of camaraderie. So do, do you miss, do you miss that? Cause you've had the, the, both worlds remote and yes. up close and personal. I do because I've had those coworkers as well. Like when I used to work with the health region, I had a coworker like that, Carl, that we had a blast together at work. So I do miss that. Um, but there's things you have to take the, the good and the bad. So yeah. what I really love about re remote work is the flexibility of the hours. So for instance, I said, we just, just got back home. Well, it's, here it's two o'clock in the afternoon so i can i can work my schedule around what we have to do so our housekeeper came in this morning well we just go out and wander around town go for lunch do a few little errands pick up things we need and then come back if i was doing the nine to five job we couldn't yeah. do that you yeah. have your nine to five schedule and that's it does this mean i may have to work until eight nine maybe ten o'clock tonight maybe but that's okay. I'm okay with that. And it, it, it's an adjustment and it takes discipline to do that. Yeah, it, it, it is. And see if you agree with this, you, the, when you're working remotely with people and talking to them on your, your cell phone or, or sometimes Skype or zoom, whatever, to me, it still feels very interpersonal. It, it, to me, it really does. How about you? It feels interpersonal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You, you still build relationships. It, the person that I work with the most, he's actually in Chicago at the moment. So you still build, you still build a camaraderie. I like that word. Yeah. It's just, you're not physically seeing them. And I really hope that I do get to meet everyone. I hope I get to meet you in the Azores in January. Oh, yeah. 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 I hope I get to meet everybody that I talk with and converse with because I converse with them regularly. The writer, especially the writers with the magazine, right? I have to build a rapport with them. Some of them get their articles into me as soon as I send, as soon as I send the, this is the theme, Luigi Luigi sends me his article like that day. He's incredible. Yeah. And you've interviewed Luigi as well. So he's the, the head of Key Bank. And you do build relationships with those people. Some people are going to be late. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's, well, you know what? It's a good thing I like you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your article. Okay. You know, but. you know, it's a funny thing, but the, the communications with the internet now is so efficient that sometimes I'll be riding in the car with my wife somewhere 
and she'll be talking, you know, I'll just be paying attention driving. She'll start talking and I'll turn around to answer her. And I remember my wife, Rachel, is from Honduras and she will be on the phone with her mother yeah. in Honduras, just as if it, just a, a normal, con, you know, con, so it really is. Um, I think we have bridged the gap with it. You know, I still prefer in person. But, I still prefer in person too. Yeah. I do. Yeah. But it but certainly yeah. has bridged the gap. It has. And if we didn't have Zoom or the, the video, I think it would be very different. Yes. It'd be more difficult. You know, at least we can connect this way. I can still see you. Same thing with our son still being back in Canada. We can we get to see him and we have a nice long one hour video chat with him every week. We get to see him. If I couldn't see him, I would I would be struggling. Really? So yeah, the this being able to do this is fantastic because it is a way that you can still connect because you can still see people. <laughs> it yeah, helps. It, it really is. It it, it really mm -hmm. is amazing. I think that that it, you know I get I get emails, text messages, and phone calls from offshore club members, some of whom I know better. And, and they're living like California, Arizona, Wisconsin, better yeah. than I do neighbors down the street here. Yeah. I have regular people, too, that converse with me. Rob from the Philippines. Every once in a while, he'll be he'll send me something. You know, when I got hit by the tree, and he's, what happened? Because my headline was catastrophe in Mexico. Well, it was a catastrophe. I almost got killed. He's like, what happened? Watch the video, Rob. You got to watch the video to see what happened to me. You know, he was all worried about me and some regulars from Canada that messaged me still you know, trying to put their plan in place to to get out and how the struggles they're going through just to get appointments at the Mexican consulates to apply for their temporals, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. So, yes, you still do build relationships. It's different. And I may not have the direct contact with work, but we go out and we meet people when we go out. You know, we go to church once a week so we've got a new family there at lunch today there were two ladies there one was from san francisco and the other one was from oregon so and they've been living here one was a year and a half and the other one's been here three years wow so you, you just yeah. you build relationships that way what what about the i know probably a lot of our viewers understandably are concerned about the efficiency of the internet in in countries third world uh, developing however they want to term it which i think is a little passe but you know people still use that how how's the how how, how well's the internet work do you have well i'm talking to you where we are right now it has been very very good i we've found in mexico it really depends who your carrier is so if you come to Mexico, I'm going to give you a hint that Total Play is who your carrier should be because they're fantastic. I've never heard anybody complain about Total Play. What was the name again? <clears throat> Total Play. Total Play. Total Play. Excellent. And they, they're very, very, very good. Like we can watch YouTube, we can stream video, and I we have not had any problems here. When we first got to Ahihik, the place we were in had a different company and it would go down every Thursday from about five o'clock to 11 o'clock at night. 
So before you just before you say yes, I'll rent this place. Ask who the internet carrier is if that's important to you. Total oh yeah, play. And, <laughs> it's and, very important. And, and, and when we were in Belize, the, the internet was fantastic in Belize. Uh, it was good in Nicaragua as well. So I talk. I talk with uh, with uh, Leslie Lawrence. You know Leslie in Nicaragua. As you know, she has a show every Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday, Leslie with Large, her podcast, excellent. The internet's fantastic. Well, she's at Grand Pacifica, which is, you know, just a premier residential mm-hmm. resort community. Yeah. yeah. Now, in Honduras, the the uh, first community I bought a home in, Vista Bonita, Honduras, was way out, way off the beaten path. And uh, it could be it could be a little rough. I mean, that some of my neighbors still were using tin cans with strings attached to them to talk to each other. So the internet was not quite as efficient as one would hope. But mm-hmm. in, when I'll be going to La Ceiba and such, it's fantastic. Fantastic. So folks, don't don't worry. Don't worry no, about no. that making that a major concern. I don't think. Um, no, it's not anymore. And I know some people say Mexico's third world, but I mean, I no. I wouldn't say that either. There was another couple that we went to their house for dinner and they said they were told the same thing, right? And she's the one from Cuba. And she said, we got to Mexico and went to this one shopping mall and or shopping grocery store. And she said it was huge and fancy, had everything. It even had chandeliers. And she's, this is Mexico? <laughs> so you can have as rugged or as high end yep. as you want. And that, I mean, that even goes for Nicaragua when we were in Managua and the, the uh, shopping centers that we went to the Galleria, I, I felt like I was back in North America in Canada. Oh my God. Uh, you know what, you know what I, I, I finally decided <laughs> a mall is a mall is a mall. <laughs> Wherever okay. they build them. It, once you walk into that mall, you can be anywhere. They yeah. all look alike. It's, Which it's takes just, away a little bit say? of homesick. It takes away your homesickness too. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. does because a mall—they all have the food court. The uh, one of the things that the mall in um, La Ceiba had in Honduras, right? And everybody thinks Honduras, particularly backwards, it's really not, folks. But people think it is. But the mall, and I've—I've I've never seen this even in a U.S. mall, like here in New York or place like. It had a a a, a kiosk with virtual reality. Have you ever seen that? I have, but I'm not into virtual reality. Oh my God. It was hard. I like real real reality. Well, it was horrifying. It it was a roller coaster and I paid my whatever it was and got, and I I lasted about 30 seconds. I got dizzy and it, I mean, it was, you know, I saw so, so it was very, the point I was making is it's very the malls are very modern wherever you are the malls are modern and you know I we saw that in Germany when we were there there was people on it was like a, a train and they were all sitting there with virtual reality glasses on and I thought really why reality is so much better <laughs> I, I'm like no no thanks well, your reality where you are is pretty doggone nice. I'll tell you. Look at and that. And it's interesting. When you walk down one side of the street, you see something. When you walk down another side of the street, you see something. Different, The different colors of the buildings and people's yards and their landscaping. It's 
it's beautiful. It is really, I, yeah. it is really, I, I wish when you look at this, you're going to, you are, you're going to say, uh, you're going to understand why I keep coming back to it. It really is a beautiful saying. Mm-hmm. Which what, it what is. A great, I what love a great, the palm tree. Yeah. What a great way to live. Yeah. So, so you would give on a, on a one to 10 scale is in terms of effectiveness. Let's say effectiveness, efficiency, the internet works great, but effectiveness in terms of letting you do your job mm-hmm. in a foreign, from a foreign country, what would you give it on, on a one to 10, the, the remote? For me, I'd say nine. Wow. I would say nine, 10 would be perfect. There are things that are difficult. It, like you said, it, it takes, it takes discipline. You have to be a disciplined person. Yes. But I think a lot of people have learned that through what we've gone to. They they had to work from home anyway. But if you yeah. want to continue to work from home and your boss is now saying, now you have to come back to the office. And if you were effective from home, and a lot of employers were finding that their employees were more effective from home than they were working in the office. Yeah. Then maybe you want to consider looking for something that you can stay remote because for me my favorite part is the flexibility of time i don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning to commute for an hour or more sometime in winter in calgary sometimes it would take you three hours to get where you had to go depending on how terrible the roads were wow yeah you know the commute was horrible i hated the commute i do not miss that at all i miss having the co-workers like what you'd said to someone to so my coworker is my husband, really. <laughs> We're together twenty four seven. So I mean, that's that's another whole show. <laughs> well, yes, that, that reminds me. One of my I don't know. What, do you remember the show Curb Your Enthusiasm? You ever watch that with Larry? I David? know which one you're talking about, but I didn't watch it. No. Well, Larry David truly is one of the most obnoxious people on the face of the earth, and it was a reality show. And there's someone here he, who looks like him. What'd you say? There's someone here dri- that we see driving around once in a while looks just like him. <laughs> what a horrible fate. <laughs> so so he, he retires. Larry David retires and his wife divorces him and said, I don't I, what happened. I don't understand. She said, Larry, when you were working, I could tolerate it because you were gone eight or nine hours a day. But I just can't take all this time with you. And he said, well, imagine I feel. I've had to be around myself 24 hours a day all my life. So, so you know, it, it is sometimes the remote probably is a great break for people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like because I said, you are. Me, it, it, yeah. For me, it's the flexibility. Um, yeah. The hard part is that sometimes you may have to work until nine or 10, but that's, it works for me. I don't mind that. Right. No. It means I can go out when I need to go out or want to go out. If I want to, uh, I'm going to book a massage for next Friday at 4.30, which I did. Very <laughs> so good. Congratulations. I can go. <laughs> I can go. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Am I going to come home and work after the massage? No, I'm not. I'll make well, sure. No, I, no I'm I, not. I, uh, let me make clear. I was not comparing Daryl, your husband, to Larry David <laughs> when you said you're, you're around him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Not in the slightest. He is a nice, 
okay. He's pretty laid back. Daryl's pretty, pretty laid back. He's pretty laid back. All right. Well, this is fantastic. I think you, you've given us some good insights into remote work. Folks, It is. It, you can do it. Now's the time to make you move offshore because here's a perfect example. You can do it. You can do it well, very efficiently, very effectively, and 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 enjoyably. I would say enjoyably. Exactly. Yeah. The flexibility and the climate. You can pick whatever climate you want to live in, and you can pick whatever country is affordable to live in, and you can reclaim your life back. I said we have. I booked a massage. We went out for lunch today. We usually go out for lunch three times a week. I can go Sundays. I can go hop in my saltwater pool and float <laughs> around for a little bit. But I do work hard. <laughs> yes, you. I will attest to that. You do work hard. <laughs> and I appreciate it. And folks, subscribe to the magazine. Um, it is it is the best international magazine out there. It. it Everything you want to know this this month, Portugal, right? Portugal, Portugal this Portugal, month. Insiders Magazine. Yeah. Uh, if you're even remotely, there we go, to uh, <laughs> considering remotely working from there, uh, the magazine is just, it's a must read. So it's great. Yeah. And like I said, Mike yeah. and Joel write for the magazine as well. I know you interview them. We have exclusive offers for our subscribers too. So That's great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank okay. you very much. As usual, it's been a treat, and I love your hat. Thank you. I love your hat. It's just a little <laughs> little added touch, folks. There you go. I should have worn my hat. I have one very similar to that, but for a man, for a man. Okay. So there you go. It, great, great, uh, the, the highlights and the lowdown on, on working remotely and some information about the upcoming issue of Insiders Magazine, folks. Go to escapeartists.com. Subscribe. You're going to love that magazine. Charlotte does a great job. So as I tell you every single week, let's do this thing.